Hello and welcome everyone to the Break Time Podcast. Here we just kind of chill and talk about whatever interests us. We'll start somewhere and see where it takes us. I'm Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by, well, at least one of my good friends. Uh, Jake is here, but... Always. Yeah, he, he's always here, right? The second episode in a row in which Eric has ghosted us. He's re- taken a rain check on us two times in an episode now. I'm not sure if we can even call him a regular, considering that there are more episodes out there with him not in it than there are episodes with him in it. I, well, consider there's only three. This is the third one. And so... Well, it's easier for me, because I live on the table, so... Yeah. This is just my house. Yeah. Well, you, you, you two break into my house, onto my table. What are you talking about? Day, I, like, I don't know, man. Hey, I made this table that we're currently... Yeah, you made my house. Thank you. Yeah. Damn, it's Wait, my house. Wait, hold on. I don't think this is your... Isn't this, like, our personal studio that we just jump into every Sunday, usually? <laughs> but today's Saturday? Oh, this is my kitchen. Yeah, today's Saturday, because uh, Easter is tomorrow, and we decided that we're going to do an episode today so we could all keep up the weekly schedule and, you know, get together and talk. Uh, but only two of us are here because I think Eric said he was off celebrating his mom's birthday. So uh, happy birthday, Mrs. Who. Um, happy hope you're having birthday. a nice time. Hope your son is making you proud. Celebra- Go get him. Celebrating your birthday. Man, I hope Eric watches this episode, too. I wonder... I don't even know if he watched the last one that he wasn't in. I don't know. His shadow looms over us. Maybe. We don't really His know. shadow is there on the table Yeah, I see still. it. It's looming. That's because it's baked in. This is uh, this is all being rendered in Unreal Engine, and so uh, the shadow texture is just baked into the table. I can't really control My that. My God. You haven't turned RTX on? If we turn RTX on, I don't think... I think we'd become really unsettling if we turned RTX on. Um, We'd be beautiful. Real-time reflections and hyper-realistic us would be kind of disgusting, I think, considering that we're cartoon characters. I think I could see my soul in the coffee. You'd be able to see your soul in the coffee, but everything would also look like Jump Force. (laughs) It'd be beautiful. Remember that game? That wonderful, wonderful game? That I def- thought Jump Force is just photorealistic. I mean, I haven't ever been outside of a computer room, so I just thought that's what life looked like, yeah, Jump Force. everything just is very... The, th- the thing about Jump Force is that everyone, considering they are cartoon characters, or cartoony-looking characters, rendered in a realistic art style, everything just looks very unsettling and borderline uncanny. And so it looks Yeah, they're weird. really weird. The other thing is that um, when characters animate... It's not really to their proportions, and it doesn't look like it was really any sort of animation, animator work was done on it, so everything kind of looks clunky. Everything is just moving in a really, mm-hmm. really weird way. Say, all of... <laughs> there's no... Say, you know how you know what secondary animation is, right? Where if you... If say that you have, like, a cloth or something on your arm or something like that, yeah. and your arm moves, the secondary animation is the cloth following towards your arm. It doesn't move at a one-to-one rate with yeah, your so arm Yeah, so there's a bit of momentum to it. Just think about every single character in anime with a crazy hairstyle that's really long or big, and all of <laughs> that hair... Just a solid block. Yeah, all of that hair just moving exactly in the same way that their head is moving. It's beautiful. And so it looks super weird, and I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I believe it can be done well. But a couple of those those characters, man, they look they look rough in three D like every time. Like I immediately think of like One Piece. Mm-hmm. Those characters, they they never look good in three D. Those know, characters man. aren't meant They're to so be weird. in three D. Yeah, 
It's just like in 2D, they're so textureless and round. Yeah. And then, like, you put them in 3D and it really sinks in. It's like, wow. You're like one of those weird car salesman inflatable things that mm. flail its arms everywhere. But, like, not just... It's like every character is, is kind of like that. They look like they're literally made of plastic. It's crazy. Damn, that's... It... It, it, the thing is, is that they don't necessarily look like toys, or they definitely don't seem right. The realist- they definitely don't don't look like toys. Uh huh. They're they're. I don't know how to describe. Uh, maybe they kind of they kind of look like the the high end anime statues that you get of those characters. And I guess that's the easiest comparison to make. Is that they really, kinda... do the anime statues look that bad? No, they don't look bad, but that's like the... Or is it just that they look worse when they're moving? They look worse... Uh, to... I don't know how to describe it. it. It does look weird when they're moving, but the thing is that like anime statues don't necessarily... They don't nece- they're, not, they're not necessarily faithful to the source material in the way that... The art style, I guess. They're not like, oh, cell... Well, actually, no. There are some statues that attempt to do a cel-shaded look, but most of the time, it's supposed to be a sort of realistically textured rendition of the character. But it's still in the... The faces and the proportions are still in the art style of whatever the thing came from. Yeah. Um, but they definitely go for that that realistic look with textured clothing. And they try to make the skin look more like normal skin. It's not like just a, a solid color of this piece of plastic or something like that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And that's the that's the closest I can bring it to, but even then there's just some there there's that and also the fact that um the gay uh Jump Force just isn't animated all that well in my opinion. It's just kind of gross looking. <laughs> Does look pretty bad. Well, the other thing is that hold, if I was to pull up a picture of uh, I don't know, for some reason I'm thinking about Vegeta from Jump Force specifically. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's less it's even that they also look kind of lifeless when they're moving because th- it has something to do with their faces not being able to anim- have the same animated range as their 2D versions do simply because it's a 3D model and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess part of it too is they come from something like so much better at displaying the character that you're used to. Yeah. Second that they're actually in the 3D environment, you're like, oh my god, this sucks. Yeah, getting expressive 3D characters takes a lot of work, and and also if you're trying to emulate something uh, like emulate an animation or a stylized character, that range of motion I believe is very very important. And when you get anything below that range, it just looks kind of weird and uncanny. Um, the character's face is too small or it's just their mouth moving or something mm. like that. It's it's it, it honestly it just it it irks me so much. But of course those those shonen jump anime games are all a bunch of cash grabs, so they don't really care about the actual game. It's mainly just like look at all the characters that are here. Everyone is here. That's that's what separates a that's what that's what separates a game like Smash from other cash grab no, from other games that are just like trying to get every single character in there is that smash is ha- there's an actual game behind smash 
it's not it just was a cash grab, but it, once they grabbed was. the cash, they actually gave you a game. There was actual competitive, well, not competitive. There was actual, there was an actual deep game in Smash, rather than it. It didn't just rest on, hey, look, every single character of note in all of video game history is here. They could have just stopped there, and it probably would have done well. But they decided, you know what? We want people to stay and continue playing this game, and not drop it in a month. And so they decided there has to be some amount of depth in this game so that people will continue playing it. Yeah, I think part of it is just because it went the other way around. A lot of these anime games are made to be an anime game, and they're like, here's your, you know, ten, ten quarter, ten quarters of budget, and like, here's the engine that every single other one of these games was in, go get them. Whereas for the original Smash Brothers, it was a studio who wanted to make this weird platform fighting game. And then they were like, well, let's make Nintendo do it. How, how do we pitch this? And the Nintendo said, just make it the, make it the Nintendo character. You're right. That is how and Smash so, so it was like a game happened. first. Mm-hmm. It was. That's how the first one happened. The other ones had that kind of intent, but there was already like... The design and requirements behind it, and they saw how well it sold, and they're like, "Man, we can't just let this go." Yeah, man, it's just kind of disappointing, and I mean, I can't blame them. But also, having studied the anime art style for a while now, <laughs> it's just always disappointing when like that's the game. Oh, uh, let's see, there's a certain balance that I feel like there needs to be. And um, do you know? Are you familiar with the the most recent Demon Slayer game or the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series? Ah, uh, I have a brief <laughs> image in my head of those. I don't know if I can tell you any finer points. Uh, okay, so I guess there's a story that I want to sort of touch upon that has to do with like this game versus another one. There are apparently two different Naruto games that are coming out around the same time, and the Ninja Storm style of game is kind of the one that took off, and it's not because of the gameplay. It's because of the pretty cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the reason why that series took off, because there was another one. I don't remember the name of it, but I don't remember the name of the game specifically. It just kind of eludes me at the moment. But um, it was a Naruto fighting game that was developed by Dimps. Dimps are also the people who were behind... um, off the, the prominent ones include Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them once. Uh-huh, yeah. I, I feel, it's, I'm not sure if you know about it, but, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, it's it's a kind, kind of a niche, John. Yeah, I don't know. It's sure. kind of a niche game. I don't know if people know that game. It might It might not be a uh, very Who widespread. Who even knows who Wolverine is? Or... Yeah. Well, apparently, okay, you want to get into it? You want to get into that? <laughs> I told you that line on purpose. Oh, amazing. my God. You, did you bait me into wanting to talk <laughs> yeah, about this? It got tricked. God damn it. I got baited. Freaking counter hit, man. <laughs> yeah, because no one knows who Wolverine is now and nowadays, right? I got okay. That, you know that that was like the argument as to why... Um, that was an argument when Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was coming out. Yeah, that they weren't going to put in. Yeah, no X-Men, no Fantastic no X-Men. Four. Yeah, X-Men is like a really minor thing, actually. The thing is, is that Marvel... No one's was, heard of them. But Marvel was built on the X-Men. 
No one knows who the X Men are. X Men were the thing. X Men and Fantastic Four were the things that made Marvel well known. The Avengers are only the Avengers are popular now because they have you people know people literally big only movies. know Guardians of the Galaxy. They only know Guardians of the Galaxy because that's of the, the only one. That's the, actually the only comic Marvel has ever made. I that's not true at all. <laughs> it, it was the first one, and it's the only one. Is not because I will. That is not true at all. The only reason why people like the Guardians of the Galaxy at all is because of the movies. The movies are what made Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm sort of sorry to say that because Guardians is really good, and people when Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three released Rocket Raccoon, everyone was like, "Who is this? Is this a Star Fox character?" When no, it's a, it's a Guardians of the Galaxy character, but just no one knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. But the, 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 the funny the, raccoon, and that was the that was like one of the arguments was um. You remember Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? The the what is it? Functions characters are functions, and that's yeah. it. That no one has any sort of emotional connection to a character. <laughs> That was I remember. No that. one even likes any of the characters based on this comic book series, am I right? Yeah, it's all about what their moveset has. It's all the reason why people you know, the reason why people like Magneto isn't because Magneto is one of the coolest comic book villains of all time. It's because he's got an eight way dash in Marvel, baby. That's the only <laughs> reason why anyone likes anyone likes Magneto is because he's there's got an eight way dash. There's never even dash. one person who thought I like Magneto. So why do you like Magneto? Is it because he's cool and has cool magnetic powers and also he's no. a hyper-intelligent force to be reckoned with? No, it's because he's got an eight-way air dash in Marvel, baby. It's all that matters. I can do cool cool combos because he has an eight-way air dash. It's the, that's all that Magneto is. That's all, he, that's all that his identity is made up of. And, you know, that people were like, that is not true at all. Because, you know, people wanted the X-Men. People obviously know who the X-Men are, and X-Men are popular, but they just didn't want to put them in. But not as popular as Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. That, well, they're popular because of the movies, and they're like, we got to promote the, the, the cinematic universe with video games, so no X-Men, no Fantastic Four. No. It's a those, wonder. Those are dumb. It is a wonder that Venom is even in that game. <laughs> Considering that Venom is not one of the heroes or one of the characters that they wanted to promote. <laughs> hey, there's a new Venom movie recently. There was. I don't think it was all that great. I didn't even watch it, but from what I've heard, it was, it was it had a pretty lukewarm reception. <laughs> I watched it. It was, uh... It's like you watch it for ten minutes, and it's kind of quirky and funny, and you're like, Ha, yeah, that's Venom. I love that classic Venom dialogue. It's like all quirky and snappy... And like kind of rude and edgy, and it's like, yeah, it really feels like I'm a edgy thirteen year old. You know, it's a great time. Uh, and you got through those ten minutes, and then there's a movie, and you're like, fuck, that's the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god, I just, I'm not sure how to, how to feel about the vet. Well, hold on, I don't. Let me collect my thoughts again. It's venom, a, venom, Venom. Venom. We are Venom. But, you know, Venom... The thing is, is that... Okay, you did mention the edgy 13-year-old thing, and I think that's... I feel like that's the person that likes Venom the most, because that's the demographic that Venom kind of mm -hmm. hits, is they're the... 
Venom is the is it's the the evil version of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of it. <laughs> um it, I I was watching a lot of the stuff about the Sam Raimi trilogy of Spider-Man movies, right? And apparently Sam Raimi in the third Spider-Man movie, one of the producers or directors or someone who was sort of overseeing who was over Sam Raimi wanted them to put Venom in because Venom was popular. But Sam Raimi <laughs> was he? No, well, yeah, Venom is a very popular character. People like even despite it being <laughs> a, the a character that appeals to the edgy 13-year-old I archetype, guess there's, there's they're out there. People like it for a I can see people liking Venom for a multitude I'm, of reasons. I'm honestly my guess is that Venom is is much more enjoyable in in comic form than movie Possibly. form to be honest. But Sam See, because like in the movie you have to listen to the grating voice at like a pitch, but like while you're reading a comic book, you just kind of like skim the dialogue and you get your mental image of something obnoxious happened and then it's over, you know? Yeah, but I, and I think the reason let's see, some they wanted they wanted Sam Raimi to shoehorn in Venom for some reason, even though Sam Raimi didn't want to do anything with Venom at all because I believe Sam Raimi doesn't like Venom all that much because. Venom doesn't have a whole lot of character depth. Um, yeah, how do you even make Venom a minor character in something? He's so loud, and his personality is—he's the main character. Well, if I'm uh, if I'm honest, Spider-Man Three did not make me like. Venom. <laughs> they didn't do it. They did not do it right. <laughs> they, and if anything, they made Venom seem pretty, pretty minor in in, in all respects. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, though, is that I think it was done out of spite. Sam Raimi didn't want to put Venom in the movie because he doesn't like Venom. There's not a lot of character death, and there's not a lot of exploration that you can do with a space alien from so a space alien hits the Earth and just wants to devour everything. Like, oh no, how are you? <laughs> Personality so, likes eating chicken. How are you supposed to do a character introspective of something that just wants to eat everything? Right. That's it. And so, you know, he, the, 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 I be, Spider-Man 3 was supposed to focus on Sandman, because Sandman is much more interesting, and him being human makes him much more, he makes him a much better character study than Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Venom really was just like a completely personality-less parasite that would come down every once in a while because it can speak it would allude to like having character development but then like at the end of every scene it'd just be like just kidding ha ha i am still horrible <laughs> it's like oh yeah i don't think the venom doesn't really learn Venom's anything. personality is episodic it is. It is very. It's. It kind of is episodic, and because Venom doesn't learn anything, but that's like a. Honestly, I feel, when I think of Venom, I think of him as you know a comic book character that they tried to make work, because that's what I feel like. That's how comic books used to be written, is. They just attempted to, they threw something at the wall, someone had some idea, it didn't matter how much thought or depth the idea actually had. They just thought, oh yeah, that'd be cool, what about evil Spider-Man, right? Mm. And then, you know, they had to continue to develop it. But, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest, I th- kind of liked Venom at some point in my life. But after thinking about it a bit more... I think there are way more interesting characters in the Spider-Man list of 
various yeah. villains and other character and related characters than Venom because Venom is very reactionary in a way. The way the simply the way that the Venom symbiote works makes it it makes it um reactionary because the symbiote essentially just takes on whatever characteristics of any of its ho- of its previous hosts and its mm-hmm. hosts deeply affect what the how the venom symbiote behaves and that just means that like oh so it's just a bunch of other characters that are probably more interesting because venom just took the base characteristics of previous characters uh, or previous <laughs> characters that it had to, yeah. it had been had a symbiotic relationship with in the past and so then, like, okay, then why look at Venom when you can just look at the other character then? <laughs> Sad face. Exactly. What was, um, what, what, what was that, uh, group, that comedy group that would make fun of sci-fi movies? Um, you remember the, the, they, they would watch a live sci-fi movie and, and their thing was they would just make fun of it for the whole, the whole movie. I don't, I don't even the know. Well, there's a group that do that. I think, I don't remember what they were called. But but it's like that. It's it's just like the characters watching Spider Man and making fun of it the entire time. And because it's a villain in a Marvel movie, he loses. So it's just like, wow, that guy's a shitter. <laughs> I, is this a this is just a comedy group? Is it a YouTube group? Uh, or no, something? they did live stage stuff. Huh. I I am completely unaware of this. I didn't even know something like this even comedy existed. Group. Uh, it's Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, that sounds familiar, but I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, I watched one of their shows. They're pretty funny. But, but, like, it's in the context of them making fun of a bad movie, and it's as long as the movie, and they're pretty charismatic, and there's there's several of them, so it works out nicely. But it's just, like, one member of that making fun of the movie that they're in, like, with less charisma. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. Wait, they bring <laughs> on people who were in the movie? Uh, I don't know enough fun facts about about them to to say yeah or no. I think they have a varying group when they do performances. It might be based on the movie. Huh. The one I watched was a sci-fi movie that I don't remember the name of because it was really bad and it's not a famous movie. Um, and there's three people who did it and it was pretty good. Yeah, I um, didn't even know that something like you could probably find them on. I think they're on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't know, actually I'm not sure what's how to what should what should we talk about now? <laughs> I don't know, man. Lately I've been having an interesting time. I've been uh what one thing that I've found pretty interesting pretty steadily throughout my life is I've thought it'd be very interesting to try and learn a different language for the sake of um I I don't know, 'cause it 'cause it implies there's an art there, right? Because I I read something and it has translator notes or, like, people comment on the quality of a translation. That means it's, like, fairly opinionated and you're seeing a scope into the thing. And that what I'm actually reading in English as opposed to the original language is more or less a different work. And we're approximating towards it. I thought it'd be really interesting to know a, a different language. So I'd be able to have more points of view to one different work. It'd just be very interesting. It's it's like not this is a gross example of it, but like not reading the cliff notes as opposed to the original. Um So yeah, for the last uh 
I don't know, this is new news, so in language learning, it's not very exciting. But I've, I've been working on learning Japanese for, like, five days, four days. Heck yeah. So it's, like, recent to the point where it's just, you know, memorizing Hiragana, the, the base characters. Yes. Um, but it's been pretty interesting, uh, and, and, uh, very quickly browsing, no understanding yet how, how Japanese grammar generally works. I was spooked because, because you know much more about this than me, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Indeed I do. Points. But it was, I was spooked that, that there aren't spaces for words, it's just the, the kanji will let you understand the word breaks, I guess. There's a bit of another thing that you can do, or there's another part that sort of divides different parts of a sentence. There's, there's another another key here. There is. Um, there's these things called particles, and so whenever the way that the Japanese sentence structure works is that every single bit of a sentence will be followed by a particle to denote what kind of what part of the sentence that is. Um, some the what the, the the particle wa is supposed to tell you that this thing that came before it is supposed to be the subject of the sentence. So so you say a word that ends with wa, uh, and that means no, the, no. The, th so wa the thing before it is the subject? Yeah, but it's not that you say a word with it in it. You say the entire word, and you would add a wa onto the end oh, of it. Oh, you, you end it to the end. I got yes. it. Yes. To tell you that that is the subject of your sentence. There's other ones like um, like de is supposed to denote where something takes place. Uh, usually, some kind of location that this thing is this whatever is happening in the sentence is taking place in. There's also ni, which is another location particle, but usually the location has some more or something to do with what is happening as opposed to mm. just being sort of the environment around it. It's hard to explain. Now that I think about it, it's it's hard. There's a little bit so, of so nuance that you kind of just have to get. Certain descriptor traits, sort of like prepositions, but not quite, that you can there... add to the end of words to afford clarity. Yes, usually that's kind. That's usually how it works, and that, but it's not really to afford. It's not really to afford clarity. It's more just to signify what part of the it's sentence. Just what it is. It's is. just literally how the sentence works. Yeah. And it's usually used in every sentence. There's it, a... It's like me saying, I'm on a, uh, I'm on a house. You are on a house. As opposed to, I'm a house. It's just not how it works. You just don't language that way. Wait, repeat that? It's, it's like me saying in English, I'm on a house. Yeah. So you know that I'm on top of a house. Yes. As opposed to, I'm a house, which just isn't even, it's nonsensical because I you need house. things. Yeah. Which literally means something nowhere near what I'd want it to mean. Well, okay, let's see. It's, it's more akin to it's a literal thing that you're trying to describe and there's just a way to do it. It's not a... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I told you, I've, I've skimmed like three pages of Japanese grammar, so I'm really at, at, your, uh, at your whims. I see. Well, I'm hoping that I can clarify anything or help you along because I have studied this for four years. I have a, lit I have a certificate of biliteracy, brag brag. 
boast oh boast. my god this dude's biliterate i'm biliterate essentially I that's know, amazing i I'm know just 2.1 languages holy <laughs> fuck that's that's significantly more languages than one it is it's one is a sig fig i think point one is even a sig fig <laughs> in the context yeah, well, it's I don't It's been a long really... time since I've done chemistry. I don't remember significant figure calculation. I wouldn't count 10% of a language as significant. That's just like, oh, I can speak like a toddler and only reply very simply in another language. <laughs> yeah, that is... That... Hey, man, the whole time I was a toddler, that's all the, all the English I knew, and, and I spoke English. Yeah, well, I'm not a child, and I still probably sound like a toddler <laughs> when I speak that language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... I'm not talking about Japanese, by the way. I'm talking about a different language that. I, oh well, I guess. Yeah, it's, you're point one. Yeah, point one in a different language. The 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 the, the first one is English, the second one is Japanese, and the last one is uh, something else. Um, it'll remain a mystery. It'll remain a mystery. No one will ever know what language I no know. No one can know what of. language Ryan knows point one of. Yeah, because I don't want anyone it's to know. It's a deep dark secret. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the first secret. Add that to the canon. Anyone is anyone making a wiki page about us? Can someone make like a breaktimeofpedia.com wiki fan wikia page? Of, uh, Eric's entry, yeah, shadow looming us all Eric, has been gone for Eric, two weeks. There, it is up in the air as to whether or not Eric really exists. We don't know yeah. if his, he may or may not be celebrating his mom's birthday. We don't even know if he has a mom. She's never appeared on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I, actually, now that I think about it, how could you, Ryan, even learn multiple languages? I thought we were. Uh, blonde, blue-eyed, stereotypical Americans. Americans don't learn other well, languages. Well, no, we—that's that's only part. That's part of that was a, that's a, that's an episodic part of the podcast. I'm sorry, it's been in two episodes. That means it's. Canon. I don't think it has. It's been in one. Well, it's in this episode. Yeah, because you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm canon. <laughs> Well, well, that's this is what happens, right? Whenever this thing happens in an episodic uh, piece of entertainment, they're all like, "Hey, weren't you? We didn't we have blonde, blonde hair and blue eyes last episode? Yeah, we uh, we washed it out. Turned out that someone just it no longer exists. Someone just dyed our hair and forced contacts into our eyes last episode, and then we realized, and so we tore them out and washed our hair of all. Tore? Holy shit! Yeah. I just have a vivid image of tearing out contacts. That's like, that's kind of brutal. Don't man. worry, we're cartoon characters. Our our appendages grow back, even our eyes and our hair. <laughs> eyes are an appendage. Uh, in the context of cartoon characters, heck yeah, eyes are. <laughs> eyes can grow back, no problem. Well, it depends on the on the it depends on the type of cartoon character. I feel like we're re reaching that anime threshold, considering the way that I drew us, but um. You know, we can always just add stuff. This is going on to the wiki, uh, the week, the the break timeopedia, the shatterpoint fit dot shatterpoint dot something or other dot net dot com slash dot gov dot gov slash Ryan Jake and Eric's wikia page. Yeah, very official site. Yeah. What if we get on Fextra Life? What if we be for some reason we're just on the Souls like wiki pages? <laughs> Oh wow! I don't that, know that, why would we why we be. Are there. we a boss? Are we are we <laughs> NPCs? We're very important NPCs. Does that mean I have to go? 
after every one of my sentences. Is that something you do? Is that something that a lot of Souls NPCs do? They just yeah. They just go. You talk oh, to them oh, and oh. then they go, hmm, and then you talk to them again. And they go, well, this is a difficult situation we're in, huh? Oh, <laughs> this seems very much. And then like... you talk to them again and they're like, well, maybe you should try to find the key. Like, ah, you found the key. Now we can forge yeah, And on. then you talk to him again, and he says, I have nothing else to say. It is getting pretty boring in here. Except for you. Ha ha ha. And then that's what they say every time. Or yeah. nothing. And then you go to talk to them again, and they just say, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Until... And, and, then you, and then you completed three areas, and they're dead, and you don't know why. They're dead because the story demanded it. Yeah, it decided that they're gone. Yeah, that's how it works in Souls games. <laughs> and, and then later you look it up and, and you found out that they're actually the real chosen one of the entire plot. No, they should have been the chosen undead. But it's okay, because I uh, learned attack patterns and rolled. Yeah, and that's all it takes to I be used the chosen I used my uh, mysterious magical powers of iframes better. Also, Physics of the universe deem. If you're rolling, you're invulnerable. Also, your magic chosen one powers of just immortality, reincarnation. Yeah, those are pretty good, too. I, sure. That's something I never really understood about the Souls games, is that I'm assuming that the ability to, re to rebirth yourself, or however you would put it, I don't really... I feel like that's a very much an only you kind of power, because the thing is that if you kill anyone... Or someone dies from other something that has killed you. You get to you get to come back, but everyone else just dies. And I yeah, don't, I think I that, don't get it. I think that varies from game to game. But by, by my understanding, the Dark Souls ones, there's the uh, the cursed people. They're hollow. I think they are cursed with immortality. But Wait, immortality is almost seen as is a bad thing because you have to experience you know death repeatedly. Mm -hmm. And these famous other hollows, the only reason they stop doing their their stuff is because they they go nuts or they like give up. Yeah, and then so they it's an hollow. almost interesting parallel to you playing the game, being mad at dying repeatedly. Yeah, that is, that does make sense. But then it doesn't make sense in other. And games. most things aren't immortal in the Souls games. They're 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 just dudes, but they're just so astronomically better at beating people up that you know they live longer than the cursed with immortality tarnished or or hollow or whatever game you're playing well they go crazy yeah i'm just i get confused by that because i'm not entirely sure if the immortality thing is just a player character thing or is it anyone because it honestly I, I think other i think other hollow npcs like all the things respawn it's just most hollow or nuts the, the thought is, like, they all became hollow really long times apart from each other. So there's very rarely, like, multiple not-crazy hollow at the same time. It was kind of my interpretation. Mm -hmm. Like, you and Solaire was really interesting, because that's, you know, multiple hollow at the same time. Yeah. Whereas most are just, like, you know, those little... Uh, weird pink things you find in the prisons. Like, those are other previous main characters, you know? Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, they're just, they just went hollow because they're just rotting in a jail cell or something. Yeah, you just didn't happen to be not yet insane Yeah. at the well, same time. 
then what about that one guy? Um, the guy at the beginning yeah. of Dark Souls 1 who gives you the Estus Flask. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the Estus Flask, because the other one is... Uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know. Because he's like, here, take this, I'm about to die, and I don't want you he's, to... He's just a G tutorial man, I don't know. Maybe he's not a hollow, and he's just a dude. But, but, but he's in the place, shouldn't he be undead too? <laughs> maybe he maybe he broke in, maybe he's the one who broke you out. And I don't so, actually know. How the heck does hollowing work? Because if just being know. on the verge of death causes you to give up, then... then I mean, it's multiple verges of death. Okay, uh, it's confusing, and I'm sure there's going to be someone out there who's going to correct <laughs> us and be really obnoxious at the same time. Oh, there's a there's a magical amount of Dark Souls lore that's not designed to actually be learned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just wasn't thought, it, or just not enough thought was put into it. That's always a possibility. Yeah, some some mixture of isn't actually real lore and presentation wasn't made for clarity. I mean. Mm-hmm. The, the plot is there to make you think the world is interesting, not to actually tell you a plot. True, because uh, it's a lot of... I, I mean, if you were to think about it, a lot of the storytelling in Dark Souls is either in text or through environment. Environmental storytelling seems to be the main thing that yeah. the Souls series kind of has, because that's how, that's how the game kind of works, right? Is You are exploring this land, this stuff happened to this land, and by going through it, you can also understand what happened, maybe, kind mm-hmm. of. And then also maybe the, the various bits of armors and items you pick up will help fill in the gaps as to what happened. Yeah, it's like they got the narrative uh, strategies of, you know, a walking simulator, but decided it should be a action game instead. Well, it's a pretty good action game. It got, oh, yeah. it got me into it. <laughs> I've liked a couple of them, for sure. Eh? No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to adjust my mic because there's something about it, but no, I, this this knob thing isn't turning. And I'm afraid that like the audio is just kind of crazy for people because I'm, I'm, I don't know if my mic is rattling around. Um, I'm just trying to turn it so I can tilt up my mic, but uh, it's really hard for some reason. Eh, okay, well, I guess we'll just have to stick <laughs> with sorry, this. I'm sorry, you making mic hard by turning its knob? and then No, going, stop, eh? that's, that's obscene. stinky. No, you're making me seem like such an obscene person, Jake. I would never, and I didn't say anything. I'm, okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't know, I, yeah, I haven't heard good. you for I the last couple you. minutes anyway, because I was too busy trying to fiddle with my mic. That sounds gross. Yeah, f- fiddle with Mike's knob? No, stop. What? <laughs> gross. Why would you do this to me? Um, uh, you know. It's enjoyable. It is truly a life-enriching experience to make fun of you on occasion. It, uh, well, that happens from time to time. And it depends on the person, it depends on what you say. But I may or may not feel hurt by whatever people say. But for the most part, I think you're good. But that's okay, I can take the risk. Mm-hmm. Fly close to the sun. I'll just be really <laughs> mad at you, and yeah. and I'll just never tell anyone until it's too late. Yeah, eventually I'll receive your seething rage, but until then, no, it won't I, happen. I don't think it'll ever come out as seething rage. I'll just yep. be like, hey dude, that was seething. really messed up. Seething. And also, no, this is this is fine. I was just fiddling with the mic knob, I guess. That's Yeah, you're just fiddling with mic knob? Yeah, if you put it that way, then it's just kind of <laughs> gross sounding. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, and also, that's, it was, that was highly unprofessional of me. I apologize, considering that we're supposed to be doing a podcast, and here I am trying to work out some like technical thing that isn't necessarily a difficulty. Yeah, we're mysterious 2D figures. You don't even know that we have microphones. Yeah, we're just... just thought that we're literally speaking Sorry. Oh, crap. I, I just opened my mouth and the articulation there. escapes. God dang it, the immersion is broken. Now everyone's going to realize that we're just a bunch of fantasy cartoon characters as opposed to real people. Oh, my God. I was trying to convince you... people that this is what we... Act- well, this is what we kind of actually look like, actually. But, um... <laughs> we're just trying to convince you that we're just sitting around a table and also talking at, a, <laughs> at an empty shadow because one of our friends isn't here. I don't even know if... Is he ever coming back? <laughs> also, you He's know... He's probably coming back. The other thing He'll that need I... need to drink soon. The other thing that I thought of is that because of this little mishap where Eric isn't in the podcast currently this episode, is that he's messed up my entire plan to be the host of the 100th episode. Oh, shoot, have you been timing this up? It's not that difficult. There's three of us and we rotate every week, and so presumably if I do the... <laughs> if, I thought it'd just be a fun surprise. If I host the first episode, that means I host the... Hun- that means I, I host the 100th episode. But with this, Eric's messed everything We're up. We're off rhythm. Because I've had to host two in the... La- I've had to host two of the previous... of the last three... Yeah, so then Eric will do the, the next one. He'll be the fourth. That means that Eric's going to be the one who hosts the 100th episode. And we don't even know if he's going to be there. <laughs> He'll be there. He wouldn't miss it for the world. Really? Because he he's been on a total of 30% of this podcast. Um, he wouldn't miss it for the world. Of the episodes that exist up to this point that are available for public viewing slash public listening. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know... It's really messed up my plan. I don't know how I'm going to be able to get this back on track where I'm going to be the one hosting the 100th episode again. You should use Eldritch Magic. Eldritch Magic to do what? I could just make it so I to make To change it. reality. You should change how mathematics works so you will be the one who hosts it. But that's difficult. And also, how do I do that? And why would I do that? Because if... Well, what is it? So it's just the 100th episode and I say, I think I'm going to host it this time. No, we would all believe it. We, we would go a little nuts and we'd be a little upset, but none of us would be able to disprove you, even when confronting you about it, that you need to host the 100th because it's your turn, because you've fundamentally changed how mathematics work with Eldritch Magic. I guess so. No, I, not. if I use Eldritch Magic, it might be noticeable, though. I think I need to have it happen naturally. I need to, you know... That, that could be part of the spell, too, because we all of us would just feel like we forgot something. You know those people who sabotage the the middle lead of a play or something so that they get the understudy gets to you know i don't know if it's oh yeah 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 they just sabotage someone else so that they get the spotlight not necessarily an understudy for the 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 lead but just someone so they get a much bigger part so do we have some kind of you know like behind the scenes drama where one of us is Mm. just trying to sabotage the other two Am I gonna Is there to... going to be some blood on the table, and then you're going to be the only <laughs> one left, and you're going to do a solo 100th episode? Well, that's also kind of... I don't know if I like that either. I need people to talk to. Although I could just... <laughs> if I just talk to myself, and I, pretend, I could just become a complete psycho and have, like, two sock puppets that <laughs> resemble you and Eric and just pretend to be them. How would I even, how would I even get that to happen? I don't even know how I'd know. animate that. It'd be beautiful, though. I like sock puppets. Yeah, well, I wouldn't you mind wouldn't having be, a sock puppet you, rendition of myself. You wouldn't be able to see it, because you'd be dead, because I killed you. Oh, yeah, I that's mean, actually kind of it. Can I at least see the sock puppet before I die? 
Yeah, while I'm standing over your the while I'm standing over your half dead body, having dropped a sandbag that for some reason was just hanging over you, and I had access to a rope and cut it, allowing the sandbag to crush you. I will show you. Don't worry. I have a. I don't worry. Don't worry. I have a worthy replacement, and I'm just holding a and soft puppet see that it. looks oh, like you. Nice. And then you legal. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think my general fashion sense encroaches on Muppet, so that's good. I think oh, it'd be a good match. That's that's good. I guess if you well, at least if you admit it yourself. But I don't know. I don't know if like soft. I, no, I don't mean that as anything but a compliment. Muppets are very fun looking. They are. They are very fun looking. I like Muppets. Also, I'm all, like, now that I think about it, I've always wondered, because I have a specific, I have a specific thing in mind as to what Muppets is supposed to be a, a combination of, but I've heard other answers, and I'm wondering what you think Muppets is supposed to mean, or be a compounded word of. I think it's half puppet. Maybe half mammal, mammal puppet, mammal puppet. That'd be, that'd be my guess off the top of my head. Mouse puppet, mouse, but ma- the, not not all of them are mice. Is the thing you're right, and not all of them are mammals. Yeah, Kermit the Frog is a muppet, and he's not a mammal. But he's furry, so now he looks like. But him. he's not. Frogs are amphibians, not mammals. Yeah. So he, who told you that, Kermit? Liar. He can't be a ma- he can't be a mammal puppet. <laughs> sure, he could. No, well, no. It's 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 you can't maybe a manufactured puppet. Manufactured puppet. Then anything can be a muppet as long as it's manufactured. Yeah, everything on the Muppets was a muppet except for the people. Muppet. What does it mean? Muppet meaning? Because I was told that Muppet meant monster puppet. I don't think they're monsters. Some of them are. Yeah, not all of them. Kermit's a frog, not a monster. That's a monster of some kind. What I don't, do you mean? It's, it's, uh, it makes more sense. Also, I'm just seeing that the word Muppet means a stupid person. It's a slang word. Uh, that was probably invented after the show The Muppets. Oh, okay. Apparently, this is the correct definition. Oh, no, it is claimed and refuted. Never mind, it is not correct. Muppet is a term to invented by Jim Henson to describe his puppet act. It's claimed and refuted, so I guess it doesn't have... He probably just thought of a funny word that sounded kind of like puppet. Yeah, it's not a combination of anything. He just made it so that, oh, okay, so he used the name Muppet to define the characters and to distinguish his act from those of other puppeteers. It's not a puppet show. It's a Muppet show. Yeah. And they're like, Muppet? What's a Muppet? I know what a puppet is, but I guess I gotta go see this show. So You I actually can... sound like a character in the Muppets right now. I actually... I, I guess so. <laughs> With that voice and that exact Muppet. line, you could have been a guy in the Muppets. I have a very wide acting range, I guess. I can be a Muppet, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, that's not being a Muppet. You're being one of the people with the Muppets. Wait, I'm a... Wait, hold, so I'm a... Uh, you'd be a guest on the Muppets. Oh, but I don't... And you'd say, I have to see the Muppets. And then you'd go see the Muppets. But, and then you'd be on stage. But wait, am I a person? Or am I yeah, a... Yeah, you'd be a person. I don't think the human actors in the Muppets programs ever do voices like that. I'm pretty sure they're just themselves. Also on Sesame Yeah, you could have been yourself sounding like I that. feel like that's rather, that's more of a, if I was controlling a, a Muppet of some kind. I see. But that voice is lame. <laughs> I don't want to be a Muppet with that voice. Why not? Because it's not as cool as something else I might be able to do. 
I don't. I'm, what am I? I guess I have to make another voice. But now I'm now I'm getting kind. Of, I'm blanking out. I'm not sure. Yeah. What's your Muppet soda? I don't know. Um, you're really putting me on the spot here, man. Yeah. Here, I'll answer first. I think I would be a mouse who's very obviously a mouse and has a lot of mouse-like traits, but would constantly refer to himself as a weasel and insult and insist that he's a weasel. Oh, like Chicken Hawk. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I'd sound kind of like this. <laughs> That's not a bad character. No, I swear, I'm a weasel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I just, I don't know what kind of thing. I could do a, I don't know. You tell me you've never thought about your Muppet Sona before? Not really. That's incredibly reasonable. Because the thing is, is that, like, how could I possibly choose just one, right? I could do so much. Yeah, you could have a maximum <laughs> of, like, one per hand. Actually, no. That is incorrect. In fact, sometimes you need two people to operate one Muppet. Mmm, so you could have 0.5 per hand at a minimum. Well, the way that Muppets usually work is the right hand is the mouth and head, and the left hand is the left arm. And if you need to do any right arm action, there needs to be another person to coordinate with to mm -hmm. do right arm, because you need to be able to to move or to, to talk. Yeah. I learned this about Sesame Street. It's kind of it's kind of interesting because like the way that they ended up doing it is a is more or less an easier to operate but more manpower required marionette. It is. But yeah, I like it. It's You also can have a bit more entanglement with uh marionettes so you don't have to be as cautious of contact when you're using Muppets. Yeah, I feel like they're they're more the easy No, I imagine someone very skilled at using a marionette wouldn't worry about that to be honest. Probably, yeah. But I guess the the learning curve or the 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 skill floor is a lot lower. Yeah, you hear about people being skilled at using marionettes as often as me, I'm sure. So uh, you have an idea of how few people actually operate them well. Well, I don't. Oh, the thing is, is that I don't know Jack Diddley. That's a really weird thing to say. I would never say that in real life. Why the hell did I say that just now? I'll say it again. I don't know Jack Diddley about how to operate a marionette, but I have a pretty good idea of how to operate a Muppet. I, I've actually taken a field trip, and there is a marionette show, and we were taught how to use a marionette, and no one understood how to use a marionette at the end of it. But damn, we all held marionettes and wiggled them a little bit. I see. There, you know, there was a course that was offered at our university called Muppet. There's a marionette. No, 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 a Muppet magic course. Oh yeah, I remember the Muppet magic. Course. Yeah, I, didn't I did not take, take it. it. I did not either. I was terrified. Apparently a lot of people took it for easy credits, but um I would have I would have gone super deep into that cuz I'd be so interested in it. I think there was like a his there's probably a history aspect to that course, but I believe Yeah, it's probably a history. If I remember right, the uh, the final section was you needed to make a muppet that could believably and passably be a muppet. Yeah. And that sounds super cool. And also I think a part of the class is also learning how to operate them well, and I think that's super that's yeah. that's, that's uh, that'd be fun as well. But what would I even... Pretty interesting, for sure. I can't even decide on a voice or a character. It was so easy for you, but now here I am being like, I still don't Because I've thought about this before. But, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess if you put some thought into it, it makes sense. But I, I haven't. I'm too busy thinking of anime characters, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, where's the, when's the Muppet anime coming out? The Muppet anime? I feel like something like that must exist already. Or the anime, or the anime character Muppets. Anime Which one's more cursed? 
like a fuzzy anime character in Muppet form, or like an anime with 2D anime style Muppets, which one's worse? I I want to say there's a fan animation of a of a Muppet anime of some kind. Excellent. Yeah, let's see, Muppet anime. Oh god, am I gonna? You're gonna find some Muppet anime. Uh, I haven't found anything. Thank goodness. Oh, Kermit's Ramen Shop. No, never mind. That's not. That's not. That's not anime. At least I don't think. Oh, well. Googling Muppet anime. I am not going to explore this any for any any further. <laughs> I'm looking through images. It's not promising. I'll be honest. Well, I'm just gonna stop looking at that. I don't think. I don't think we need to look at that stuff. <laughs> it's not important. Well, it's, um, great. We hit another block simply because at I, an impasse. I cannot hit. I cannot think of a of a, of Fear, a feel the there. sheer weight of our lack of experience as hosts. Well, no, it's we got to carry the conversation along. I feel like it'd be easier with Eric. Maybe, maybe he'd be able to carry some of the help us carry some of the slack. Two people, Eric from the great beyond. Tell us what you want to talk about. Oh, your favorite sodas? Well, I'm a big fan of (laughs) Coca-Cola. Because Pepsi almost tastes the same, but every once in a while I have a hot beverage. Not a hot beverage. A cold beverage. A fizzy beverage. A cola. Mm -hmm. And I do actually taste the difference between Pepsi and cola. There is a difference, but I prefer Pepsi. And it sounds like it's full of shit. What? But I could definitely tell. No, there's a difference. I can taste it, too. Mm -hmm. I, I have a very discerning palate, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I, I I taste the intricacies, the depth of the flavor, and I the depth of the flavor. Th- that's to say that Pepsi, I believe, has a deeper flavor than Coca Cola. Coca Cola is just kind of just sweet, but I feel like there's an I like sweet. There's a bit more of a kick. And there's more depth than just it being sweet mm-hmm. when you drink a Pepsi. There's like a hint of like this bitterness that I like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the harshest one ones for me, the ones that I don't like, I don't like the clear sodas. I don't like your uh, your Seven Ups, your Sprites. Th- those are too powerful for me. They they knock me out, man. I don't mean that in like a literal sense, but they're just like so harsh. I couldn't see like drinking them with food. Yeah, well, I don't usually drink soda with food, especially not anymore. Really, not, not a whole lot anymore. I might have done it as a kid, but I just can't mm-hmm. imagine it anymore. It's just not appealing to me. I for, for it's not a huge deal for me, but the very best one is having a cola with a sandwich. Is just the best thing with the dryness of the bread. You you need to make your sandwich a little bit dry. The dryness of the bread, and then you're drinking a uh, a cola. Oh, that's good. Doesn't matter what kind of sandwich. It works worth. It works worse with with hamburgers. I see, but that's it works fine. I I like it with peanut butter sandwich. Interesting, but that's like the iconic. I guess the iconic American thing is a burger. I thought the iconic American thing was a beer and a burger. And that's pizza and beer. But no, if we're going for the safe for like safe for all ages kind of American meal, it's a soda and a. It's like soda fries and a cola and a burger. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that combination. I don't know. Neither am I. To me, the, the 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 richness of the burger with the richness of the the soda usually overdoes it for me. I I'd like a different sandwich with my cola and fries. Huh. Oh. 
I don't know. Well, the thing is, is that I wouldn't usually eat, drink a soda with that anyway. It's too. You don't have strong soda. It's no. It's foods. just that it's. It's not that I have a strong soda opinion. I'll talk about my favorite soda. If that's okay. But it's more about it. Just doesn't complete. It's not. It's not the answer to the other two things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like burger and fries. I, it makes sense. Sometimes I think that the fries are kind of overdoing it because I think, man, that's a lot of starch and carbs. I don't think I need all of that. But that's just me. And then, you know, mm-hmm. adding... And the thing is, is that, like, the way you balance out something salty isn't with something sweet. It's with something neutralizing. Because the way that I think it works is that if you eat something salty, suddenly now you're craving something sweet to counteract it. But if you want to keep those cravings from happening, you need something with a neutral flavor. And, of, yeah. of course, me being me. And, of course, if you see in front of us, on the table in front of us, the drink that the drink that expresses so my personality. Well, it's just tea with most meals, honestly. Tea or water. Yeah. That's I, with meals, I'm a big fan of coffee, water, and cola mm-hmm. are probably my top three. An iced tea with these things might be good. But also, I have my iced tea is usually unsweetened. I don't really, I'm not a fan of sweetened tea, to be honest. The only time yeah. it's permitted is like a, a milk tea from a boba shop or something like that. Otherwise, it's usually just tea and iced or hot, and there's no extra flavors besides just the flavor of the tea. All that stuff just yes. gets in the way anyway. I want to I want to taste my tea flavor. Mm. But I'm kind of similar like with that. my coffee. I am. Um, I don't really like cream or sugar or anything in yes. my coffee, except I get it from an actual coffee shop. Then I'm like, yeah, just give me a hot coffee flavored milkshake, and it'll be great. Yeah, makes sense. Well, you can't a hot coffee flavored milkshake. How would you do something like that's that? That's what I'm calling when I order a mocha, which is my favorite order from those I kinds see. of places. But there's there's other things in that. But also, you know, a cold coffee drink is it's different. Chocolate from, coffee, milkshake. yeah, it's chocolate coffee and milk, which is and it's and it's cold. Yeah, but yes. Well, I like them hot. As you can see, I can't believe it took us three episodes, and also one of us isn't here. But we explained why we have these beverages in front of us. They're kind of the beverages that express the best the thing about us, Jake has a mug of hot black coffee in front of him, and I like tea. And if Eric were here, I can reveal it for a second. But bam, there's his thing. <laughs> the end mug. Yes, he What do you think is in the mug? Yeah, he, Dial in your answers now, yeah, America. Boom. <laughs> Man, this is going to be really confusing for people who just listen to us and aren't, aren't ha- don't have the video component. If you would like to see no, the video just, component... They'll just imagine a beverage and then dial in. Yeah, if you want to see the video component and you're not currently watching it, you can look us up on YouTube. All of the videos are on there. You can see us animating with two different frames of animation that I drew myself. Oh I, my god, I'm, it's like you're an animator. I, yeah, I, well, I am. But, <laughs> but yeah, I did that. And I made us look like us, except cartoon... And also, I gave us a bunch of props. Not really props, just stuff that we put on the table. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I like how it works. Yeah. Good work with that. Thank you. But yes, this is... this. He, you see what uh, Eric drinks from the cup of the end. He is literally just drinking liquid chaos. That, oh my god. That is what I would call the thing that is in that mug, though. <laughs> now, the, get excited, America. The answer... We'll be back after this commercial break. No, no. we don't know. Okay. We don't it's, have... It's we, mango Stop, we mango can't nugget. say that. You got tricked. Because what if we don't... We most likely will not have a sponsor to talk about. Because who the hell would want to sponsor us, right? We're just a <laughs> couple... We can't even get everyone together. 
But uh, I've got it. We could get one other person to give us one dollar to be in that slot. Then they fill it with whatever they want. Then, okay, yeah, well... It'll work great. Uh, that's going to be hard to manage, because then we have to draw another thing, and that's going to be difficult. Sorry, not we, me! I'm going to have to draw another thing. <laughs> I would much rather uh, no, uh, do that. It's mango nectar. This is one of the sweetest things in the entire universe. Yeah, it's Because disgusting. Eric's just a sweetie. Yeah, no, he's a child. Oh, <laughs> I, that's kind of mean. That's a way meaner way to put it. No, I guess I'm the good cop. No, 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 it's fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, jo- I'm just joking. Uh, is there another? Just joshing. Joshing. That's what you say. I'm just joshing him. He's unable to oh, defend just himself, him? so I can say whatever the hell I want about him currently because he's not nice. here. I bet he doesn't even have a mom, even though she's. Oh wow! Even though she's been mentioned on two podcasts at the very least. Two podcasts is how much it takes to be canon. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah. But the thing is, is that let's see. It depends, I guess. But I think it's kind of safe to assume that he has a mom. So uh, that yeah, it's canon. Red alert. (laughs) What news flash? This just not a confirmed. All three of us have moms. Oh my god. I mean, that's... I, secret's I, out, friends. I say it like it's a given, but I understand that some people just don't have that. And, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know why I went on this topic. This is... I'm uncomfortable now. That's fine. Just sip your tea. Have a lovely evening. I do not have tea in front of me. In fact, this entire table is Liar. a lie. Liar. This entire table is a lie. But maybe next time I'll have tea. I actually have a coffee. When did you get that? Got it before this started. Really? Well, I mean, it's gone now. So. Okay, well. <laughs> if it's gone, that means I have to get rid of the mug. There is a mug. Yeah, it's gone the now. The mug is still there. Ah, yeah. shit. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, oh, looks like Eric finished his mango nectar, too. I can't believe I'm you took everyone's it. drinks. Hey, you know own. what? I'm going to go refill them. This is what a good host does. Is I have to ah, when I see that your cups are, are when I see that your cups are empty, I have to go and refill them. Although the other thing is that usually we'd all be drinking the same thing. I wouldn't have to go through the process of getting three different beverages. So you yeah, guys, we're kind of obnoxious guests. Y- huh? You guys are kind of imposing on me. You guys didn't want to drink my tea, so I have to go out and get mango nectar. Or something. Can't believe you didn't offer me a meal. Oh, it's supposed to. Be, I can't offer you a meal. We're doing a podcast. We're talking with each other. I mean that. Well. Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> One day I could have the hamburger. Yeah, the ham, the hamburger. Well, I am a very stereotypical American, so I only eat hamburgers. Oh well, and hot dogs. Well, that's very different from the last meal that I had out. I had a freaking chirashi bowl, a bowl of sushi rice and a bunch of various sashimi, and it was delicious. And I remember why I love it. It's that sounds great. Sashimi and sashimi and nigiri sushi are like probably my favorite foods ever i'm just a really big mm-hmm. fan of it i don't know do you have any particular fish that you really love uh my favorite i i had that chirashi that i had yesterday had a lot of stuff in it and i wasn't exactly sure what was in it so i had to look a picture <laughs> don't know which is which that's understandable. my typical preferences tend to be maguro which is tuna and uh hamachi and yeah which is um yellowtail those are i see among my favorites but then but honestly, everything's kind of good. At some point, I wasn't a big fan of uh, salmon, but then as time my very time, favorite raw fish it. is salmon. Salmon is quite good. I will I will take that. I I, I have fully taken that back. I enjoy it. If I'm being if I'm being offered a uh, a plate 
it would it would involve primarily just rice and salmon. Mm-hmm. I just that plain rice salmon. I don't know the phrase for it. Sashimi. Yeah. Or is that more of a generic raw fish term? That's a generic raw fish term. If you want to get into, I want just the, the plain. That's grade. just the just the fish and the rice. I see. I'm not entirely sure what. That I don't know if that's called. actually a dish, but but my favorite uh, dishes tend to be the more plain, uh, just rice and salmon. Occasionally they throw in uh, avocado or cucumber or something, but. I don't really mind either way. With there those. is a term for all Jap- all manner of Japanese dishes that involve a bowl of rice and something put on top of it. It's called donburi, mm-hmm. and all of the dishes donburi, yeah, and all of the dishes are usually called something something don for it. Um, off the mm. top of my head, there's yakiniku don, which is barbecued meat on top of rice. Usually, there's a, a usually also crack a raw egg over, it and the egg cooks. Or or maybe it so doesn't. So it's hot. Yeah, it's usually hot. That sounds great. Um, there's oyakodon, which is chicken and egg in a dashi. It's chicken and egg, and there's a bunch of other things in it, and you put that on top of rice. Oyakodon literally oyako literally means mother and child. So uh, that's mother what, and child over rice. Yeah, Holy mother and shit. child bowl. Brutal is how you would usually translate oyakodon. That's how you translate yeah. chicken and egg. I mm-hmm. gotcha. Chicken and egg is oyakodon, mother and child bowl. I also had that a couple weeks ago. My sister and I uh, made some, and it was delicious. And of course, that's great. Yeah, um, some people are uncomfortable with that combination because, of course, it is literally called mother and child. But you know what? It tastes good, and it's fine. And the Japanese know what they're doing, even though they have poor taste <laughs> in naming things sometimes. Oh, I know. I've had it before, and it's delicious. But it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Call it that. The other thing that I was kind of—I don't actually—I don't remember what the name of the. Sh- I think it's kikudon, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a sashimi rice. It's a sashimi uh, donburi kind of thing. And I believe it's it's maguro and hamachi on top of it. I almost got that yesterday, but I realized that I want more than just two different types of fish, so I got the chirashi instead. Need, need the variety. Yes, the variety is what makes it so... It's what's so good about it. It's, mm. it's just so crazy that there's so many depths of flavors and they're all just different fish it's just kind of mind-blowing to me yeah. and that's why i love it so much also it tastes i, I really understand good. the sentiment but i'm totally fine just having one fish i like the variety it's so it's so crazy to me and also they all taste really good in their own different way mm-hmm. it's delicious that's true mm-hmm. kikudon nikudon oyakodon um trying to think of another one uh, ikuradon, which is just uh, salmon roe over rice. <laughs> wow, that's a really specific one. No, well, salmon ikura is another. It's another. You just eat pure salmon roe. Yeah, uh, they make sushi out of ikura as well. I thought it was usually with other stuff. Uh, sometimes yeah, but they're they're like big salmon roe, and you just put that on top of a a, pa- a rice pad, and you wrap it in seaweed, and that is a. I mean, that, that does you, sound pretty good. That is how you... That is the typical way to eat ikura in a, in a like, sushi form. Mm. Um, and also, that reminds me, this is not going to this main... Uh, there's a little pun that I kind of came up with, and it's called ikura wa ikura desu ka, which is supposed to mean uh, how much is the salmon roe. Ikura means salmon roe. Ikura also is a way to ask how much something costs. Yeah, and I don't know. When I was in Japanese class, I came up with stuff like that, and my teacher thought it was funny. 
Puns are very fun. Like it's puns. it's so interesting to me to be able to pun in different languages. <laughs> well, there you go. And then you just say... Mr. Worldwide. And the way you would reply to that is you would say, Hi, Ikura desu. Because you just say, yeah. the Because then it sounds like, is this Ikura Ikura? And you say, yes, it is Ikura. As opposed to giving them the price of the Ikura. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, interesting. It's interesting. It might be a bit lame, but you know what? I got a chuckle I mean, out of my teeth. It's a mixture of interesting and a bit over my head, so it adds an air of mystery. Yeah, well, you'll get to that point eventually. <laughs> One day. Maybe. If you try hard enough. In a if hundred... I try hard enough to make puns. Yeah, maybe if you train hard enough, you'll be as strong as me one day. Oh my god. Yeah. A little something to give you inspiration. Maybe you'll be as good oh, yeah. as me one day. I feel good. <laughs> feels kind of condescending. Uh, I, you know, thinking about it, that's actually a very entertaining line to be able to give in casual conversation. I, I want... The next time I have an opportunity to say, maybe you'll be as great as me one day, I'm going to take it and I'm going to say it. Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, and the other thing is that you just feel like a kind of, you kind of feel like an asshole afterwards because you're just kind of condescending over someone like, haha. Oh no, it's worth it. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. You might offend someone if you say that. <laughs> I mean, you might, but it's worth it. Uh, I'll probably... Just think, your ego will be so large if they're minimally offended, you'll crush it instantly with the sheer force. The only of reason your, I'm uh, saying it now power. is because I'm doing a, I'm doing it as a joke. I'm not trying to be like, haha, you are oh, so. No, I'm little. taking it fully seriously. No, I'm don't. I'm not trying to. I've learned to a new personality you. trait. I'm now going to be more. This is not you. You learned words. a personality trait from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was never egotistical before this point, God so damn. now that I've learned... I'm only fake egotistical. I never do this in public. <laughs> well, now I'm real. <laughs> oh, great. I've, I've released a monster Maybe one day you wilderness. could reach my power level. Great. I, there's now an invasive species in the world that I just kind of allowed <laughs> to escape. A, gro a growing son of, of sheer power oh. that you've unleashed. Well, hopefully it doesn't get too out of hand, but we'll have to worry about that at a later time, maybe next week. Because we're out of time for this episode. It's been like an hour, so I think it's time for us to wrap things up. You can watch and listen to us live every Sunday at twitch.tv slash ShatterpointGames starting at 2.30pm Pacific Standard Time. But if you can't make it, there's no worries. We're recording, so new episodes go up on Mondays at 12pm Pacific Standard Time on all your favorite podcasting platforms. You might be listening to us there, or you might be listening to us at you on YouTube at youtube.com slash breaktimepodcast. Follow us on Twitter at ShatterpointGS if you want to look at our game stuff or, or something. Or, I don't know, we might start posting break time stuff there as well once we are more comfortable with showing people that we're doing this. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, join us next week when we talk about hopefully Eric will be here next week. And maybe he'll be the host. Or wait, the only way to fix this is to continue to rotate. What if I host next week again? And then yeah, I'll just be... don't tell anyone. Then I can be, if I host next week again, that means that I can be the host of the 100th episode as well. But anyway, until then. <laughs> Important things. Yes. Break time over.